You're listening, listening to, to Bible, Bible Plus. Bible Plus from Seesaw. Bible Plus is a podcast featuring short, daily discussions of every chapter in the New Testament. Bible Plus is designed to increase Bible reading, understanding, and enjoyment. Get more out of the Bible. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bible Plus podcast. So today we come to John chapter 10. And it's a very interesting but often misunderstood chapter. And we're going to be looking at how actually this chapter continues chapter 9. And one verse, John 10, 21, helps us to understand that. That's The question in that verse is, can a demon open the eyes of the blind? So this chapter by that question refers back to the healing of the blind man in chapter 9. And so the the center of this chapter is a parable or an allegory that Jesus speaks about shepherding, about sheep in a sheepfold and being led out by the shepherd. So the context is important to understand here. The secret to this chapter is understanding that Jesus is speaking this parable about the sheep and the shepherding immediately after healing a blind man. And then importantly, that blind man was cast out of the synagogue by the Jews. So this blind man was cast out from the midst of the Jewish religionists. And then Jesus, in response, seeing this, tells this parable that illustrates in his view what's truly going on here. So the secret to this parable actually starts with our understanding of what the sheepfold is. He uses this word sheepfold many times, the fold of the sheep. And perhaps you have an idea, um, maybe you've been taught something. Uh, What's important to realize is that the sheepfold here signifies the Old Testament and its law, or you might say the, the religion of Judaism. And, you know, before Christ came the first time, God gave his people Israel the law, But we have to ask, what was his purpose in giving them the law? Did he expect them to keep it? No, that that was not his purpose. In Galatians 3, 23 through 26, it reveals to us God's purpose in giving the law. And that says, before faith came, we were guarded under law, being shut up unto faith, which was about to be revealed. So the law has become our child conductor unto Christ, so that we might be justified by faith. But faith having come, we are no longer under a child conductor, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. So before Christ came, we were under the law, and it says that the law was a temporary child conductor to Christ. We were kept under the law. And so similarly, the sheep are kept in a fold when the pasture is unavailable. They're shut up and kept and confined in a fold. And God's people, the Israelites, were shut up and confined and kept and preserved by the law of the Old Testament in preparation for the faith of Christ. So the law, you could say, was like a babysitter or a child conductor bringing God's people to Christ. Once Christ came, the intent was for the law to go away, to no longer hold God's people, but for them to be transferred to Christ. And similarly, the sheep are kept in a sheepfold, a pen, um, until the pasture is available, the door is opened, and the shepherd leads them out to the pasture. So in God's eyes, the sheepfold 
the law was temporary and was not supposed to be the place where the sheep resided permanently. Um, and so actually this blind man being cast out by the Jewish religionists was in God's eyes supposed to happen. Christ knew he would be cast out. He was one of his sheep. And it's like he came to this blind sheep in the pen, in the fold. He healed him. And then he became the door for him to exit and the shepherd for him to be led out of religion to Christ himself as his pasture. So the next big point in this chapter is just that. It's the door for exiting and entering in. It's the door for going in and going out. And so we have to ask, well, what is the door? And a lot of Christians think that the door here in John 10 is the door of heaven. But that's not the case because it says in verse 9, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he shall be saved and shall go in and go out and shall find pasture. So this can't be the door of heaven because it says people can go out. So how can people go out of heaven once they enter? That That's not possible. So this actually refers to Christ as the door into the law. For some of God's people, before Christ came, he was the door for God's elect to enter into the custody of the law. This means that people like Moses, David, Isaiah, Joshua, Jeremiah, they entered, as it were, through Christ into the law, into the Old Covenant. They entered in. Then, for some other of God's people later, people like Peter, James, John, Paul, they came out of the fold. They went out through the door, through Christ. They came out of the law and into Christ. So in summary, before Christ came, God wanted many people to come into the law. All of his chosen people and through the prophets went into the law. In his eyes, this was through Christ. He was the door for them to go in. But by the time Christ came, there were many people in in this in this law, in this Jewish religion, and he viewed them like sheep in a fold. And now the time was right for them to go out of the door, out of the fold, and into the pasture. So Christ came as the door for them to go out. And the pasture um, is the destination. Of course, the pasture here signifies Christ himself as the food and the life supply to the sheep, to us as his believers. When you're in the fold, you're in a condition of uh, being limited, confined, uh, restricted. There's not enough food. You might, you're starving. It's, there's no freedom. Um, and in our experience, it's like this. When we're in any type of religion, in any type of uh, custom, All we sense is the experience of condemnation, of do this, do that, of rules, uh, perhaps of hypocrisy. But Christ comes to us as a life supply, as as our food for us to receive the divine life. And we have to ask this question, how can Christ, how can Christ in this chapter be our food? be our life supply? How can he give himself to us as the pasture? Well, this the key here is to realize that the grass in the pasture, in order for it to be eaten, it has to pass through death. 
It has to pass through the process of death. And so similarly, the Lord said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And then he says, I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. So he lays down his life. And here, this is the Greek word suke. It's his human life for the sheep. That's him giving up his own life, passing through the process of death, that his sheep may have life, Zoe, the eternal life, and may have it abundantly. So we could say that the Lord came as the shepherd to lead us into himself as the pasture, to give up his human life that we might share in his divine life. Now, we're out in the pasture as a flock, and there were other sheep also at that time that he mentioned in verse 16, and he says, they will be, there will be one flock and one shepherd. These other sheep are actually most of us, the Gentiles. Most of us were not in this fold of Judaism, but yet we believed into Christ, and now we're all here, and there's a oneness, a oneness to all of us believers in our eating of Christ as our pasture. The secret to the Christian's oneness is eating Jesus. We are one by eating Jesus. By eating and drinking, our oneness we show. All the sheep that were kept in various folds were divided. And in our human religions, we're all divided. And if we attempt to live by our own humanity in the church, we'll cause trouble. We'll become, we'll stray away from the flock. But if we eat the, the rich supply of the pasture, we'll be united. It will be kept The flock will be produced, maintained, and preserved by the oneness in the divine life. And eventually, Psalm 133 says, How good it is for brothers to dwell together in unity. And eventually, this chapter somewhat wraps up with the security of our salvation in chapter, uh, in verse 28 and 29. We're kept in the, the hand of the Son, the strong hand of the Son that no one can snatch us out of, and in the even stronger hand of the Father, so our salvation is eternally secure. So this is the wonderful uh, bulk of this wonderful chapter, somewhat simple to read, but yet deep. It's this parable where Jesus, he identifies that to be healed of our blindness, to be then cast out of religion, and to find our true identity as a sheep following the good shepherd and feasting on him as our pasture with others as the one flock of God is the true meaning of these wonderful chapters. So thank you for joining us and hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and keep enjoying Christ as your pastor.